and welcome back to another episode of Late Night Date Night, the podcast where once a week we pretend like we love each other and have a conversation instead of watching TV. Yeah, because we love each other. No, no, we, we pretend like we love each other. Because we love each other. No. <laughs> I love you. Okay. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> uh, the basic synopsis of the podcast, we both bring together a topic that we didn't previously talk about at all, which is, I think, a blessing. Because it would ruin the whole conversation. And then we just talk about it. If you want to be part of the conversation, all you got to do is uh, in between the two topics or after the second topic, you let us know in the comments or during the topics and then we'll stop in between the topics and talk about it. Yeah, what she said. Is there anything I'm missing? Oh, I'm Jennifer Tomlin. I'm Elise. <laughs> She's like, share, no last name. Yes. Which was really easy for her in preschool because she didn't have to write out a bunch of names or whatever. I was always the at the top of the attendance list. <laughs> no. Your name's not Alice. Oh. Oh, let me turn my volume down. Sorry. Elise. Alright. Fixed. How dare you. I like this new table we got. I also like the table. We can see the mic now. Yeah. Now I feel like I'm like facing the camera too. It's just great. Yes, we can be a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot easier to frame. Yes. If, if you're not watching on Twitch, we're live every Wednesday on Twitch. Uh, so for anyone who just listens to the podcast, that little bit, not going to make sense at all. No, it won't. So I think I started last week, so I think you get to start this week. Hey, cool. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what a reaction to that. Uh, okay, so I came up with my topic last minute as per usual. As per usual. Um, she but, just forgets about the podcast every week. It's like every Wednesday, she's like, oh my gosh, we do that? Uh, yeah. So it's like something that uh, I feel like I know, or I don't know a lot about, but I think about it a lot. Okay. So if you think about it enough, you think you know. Yes. Right? So um, it's about the relationship. No, not, a, not even a relationship. I'm going to say the comparison mm-hmm. between... Uh, animal behavior and human behavior, but I'd also like to just point out the fact that humans are animals. Yes. We gotta... So, already I'm very confused by your topic. Are you saying, like, what are the differences between animals and humans? Yeah, I want to talk about the uh, similarities between human behavior and animal behavior. And okay. I know that that's broad, because there's so many different species of animals. I think we should start off by saying, I think the only opposite behavior... Which is... Dishonesty. Dishonesty? Well, yeah, 100%. I think there are studies of certain animals who use deception in order to gain... Yeah, but I think things. I think it comes more naturally to humans. <laughs> At least we're cog... Well, I can't say that animals are It's not are for survival, it's for, for just... Benefit. For, yeah, for selfish sheer, benefit. Yeah, yeah selfishness. Um... Specifically, I want to talk about, like, dogs. Okay. Because I, I feel like I understand dogs better than mm-hmm. most animals. Um, so, like, learned behaviors. With a dog, if you want to elicit a behavior, you can do the whole, like, reward-punishment mm-hmm. idea, right? Um, same thing with children. You can uh, reward certain behaviors you like and, and try to either not acknowledge or punish for behaviors you don't want, right? Yeah. Um, what about less obvious things, though? Like, what about, like... Uh, sorry, the first thing that popped in my head last night was the, uh, 
the presidential debate yes. uh, and how they interacted with each other. Um, like the whole idea of like this alpha ship um, between peoples. And I think everybody can experience that on a certain level um, about how like, what behaviors do you see when somebody's trying to exert seniority over another person? I think that's so different to each person. So some people I know don't have that at all. I, I know one person who is in a leadership position and every time they're confronted with a, um, a challenge to their authority, they shrink into themselves. Is that because the other person elicited a more alpha? Well, the only time I ever see this happen is when I'm questioning authority. So <laughs> I'm not saying I'm clearly an alpha. I think there is. I think it is uh, not always a conscious action. Um, I think there are a lot of factors that play into like seniority and, and ranking, social, social ranking. Uh, it can go into multiple experiences that have built over time. And sometimes I feel like it's just an air when people walk into a room. There are things that we see, feel, smell that I think tell our brains even before we can consciously make a decision that we're going to give them this, this role over us, this power over us. Mm -hmm. Can that be undone? Yeah. I, I, how could it not be? Yeah. I, I think a lot about like social manipulation. <laughs> that sounds well, terrible. Getting real dark real fast. <laughs> no, but like if you can understand human behavior mm -hmm. and then use some of those like training tactics that we use on animals. Yeah. I think you can manipulate people more easily. <laughs> I, I think you're, you're really, cause I, I, because I think maybe because I think humans are so innately evil, uh -huh. I just don't buy that we could train humans. You remember that episode of the office when, uh, you're, you're quoting a sitcom though. Like that's meant for comedy. Like I'm thinking about our everyday lives. So let's think about Riley, our dog. Okay. Riley is very food motivated. Yes. You could get her to do basically anything for like a piece of bacon, right? Yeah. I can't do that with humans. Even if you give people gifts or whatever, it's not going to make them behave the way you want them to behave. I think I disagree. <laughs> I think maybe you're around dumber humans then. Well, yeah. Okay, so uh, I've always said, like, if you're highly intelligent, you're not necessarily very trainable. And if you're slightly less intelligent... So you're saying if I want to get another dog dumb, more dumb trainable. dog. Uh, I guess I'm thinking about humans. Oh my gosh, uh, humans, animals, make up <laughs> your mind. Well, okay, so I think between you and I, I think I have a lower level of intelligence than you do. I mean... I'm just, I, I'm not trying to cheat your horn. I'm not trying to, no, no, no. I'll give them to you. I think you're very intelligent, Elise. But I think because of that, I'm slightly more trainable. Uh, because... I kind of like things spelled out for me. I think it makes me easy. I don't know easier. if that has to do with intelligence, especially for you. I think you just like structure, whereas I'm an Asian of chaos. Or am I lazy brained and I don't want to have to challenge certain roles because I'm like, oh, if I just play the part, then I can be accepted into whatever it is I'm seeking. But I think more intelligent people don't care about acceptance. First of all, they don't necessarily want to be a part of the, of the, of the masses. 
uh, so you're not going to get as much um, complacency, and there's probably going to be friction with slightly more intelligent people. Um, and I, I found that with, uh, with dogs, too. The very intelligent dogs can be trained. Like, you look mm -hmm. at the, the, the police dogs, the Malinois, the shepherds, things like that. They're pretty intelligent. Or even, like, cattle dogs, cattle hoarding dogs. Very intelligent. Um, but they can also, without structure, be very destructive. Mm -hmm. Or they can develop a lot of... Uh, Okay, so it's Bad the same behaviors. as humans, because I have the theory that the more intelligent you are, the more... Like, destructive you can be? No, the more likely you are to be uh, riddled with mental illness. <laughs> and and so, uh, it's the same thing, it's just different. Like, dog mental illness is, instead of getting, you know, uh, depression, they're getting, you know, anxiety disorders and... Chewing up your drywall. Exactly. That's it. That's, it has to be anxiety. Yeah, which I guess is a form of dog mental illness. Well, it's also a human mental illness. I don't know if you know this. Oh, my goodness. Uh, okay, so how about, like, aggression? So, dogs that... Elise, you gotta, you gotta stay in a lane. Are we talking about how trainable are humans, or are we talking about animals? I think more broadly, I was just kind of wanting to talk about the similarities between... Uh, so, we'll, 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 we'll keep talking about animals and then related to humans? Okay, that sounds good. Okay. Um, so, aggression... A dog that's very aggressive. Um, in my opinion, it's like a temperament that you might be able to curb a little bit, mm -hmm. but I think they can be triggered. You know what I mean? Like, they can always be triggered. I don't think you're ever going to necessarily train out all of those triggers. Um, if you have an aggressive dog, you're going to probably come across some, some situations where they're going to lash out for whatever reason. Okay, so let's talk about humans, because I think it's true for humans as well. Mm -hmm. I think if you're more akin to anger, like you're going to, like even if you take anger management courses and find good positive coping methods, I think you're still going to be an angry person. Yeah, I think so too. And and I think your threshold for lashing out will be lower than somebody who doesn't have yeah, the higher same, levels of aggression. Yeah, draw to anger, yeah. Yeah. Um... But obedience is where I'm going to disagree. I don't think humans and animals are similar when it comes to training obedience or or just finding... Like, for humans, you don't train obedience, but, like, for them starting to abide more by the rules. I think it depends on the rules, because if you look at the... Uh... So, since Trump has been in office... Elise. I keep thinking about it just because it's so relevant right now, but, like, with obedience specifically... So he has laid out these rules that certain people love to follow. So they are being obedient to their trainer, even though, what was, what was it that you said? I think these are people that would define themselves as not wanting to uh, follow the social order. Yeah. But because he's in office and he's kind of going against a lot of our traditional social orders, mm -hmm. they're like, I'm obedient to him because it fits my mold or whatever. I don't know. I have to say, I'm going to, I'm going to stop the conversation because this is the one time Elise knows kind of what my topic is about and she keeps <laughs> trying to dip into my topic. It's unintentional because I really don't know what your topic is. You know it's political. 
I do know it's political. And you keep dipping into politics. It's Elise? just so relevant right now. I mean, you we just what? had the, the debate last night. I'm going to be a night. new co-host. Oh, no. You do the one rule about the podcast, <laughs> and you're in here trying to deceive everyone, acting like you're not trying to dip into mine. I think my point, though, was about um, you, will, you will gain obedience from people with the right reward. What is the reward though? Pe- those people, the people. Who, okay, in your specific example though. Yeah. Those aren't people looking for a reward. Those are people who love anarchy, and are just getting their their already their behavior that they already had, and they're getting them validated. Isn't that's, that not a reward? That's not. Well, it's like is, it's like a social grouping reward. They're not uh, changing their their behaviors. They're just they're just having their behaviors validated. Okay, so th- then I start thinking about like predispositions because maybe where it wasn't as socially accepted before, they kind of like sat in silence with their predispositions. But now because they have this social reward or this 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 group that they can identify with very loudly, it's it's just more visible. But what does this have to do with obedience? Oh, man. It's because she wants to dip into my topic. I'm telling you, <laughs> she's, she's, she's going off script. <laughs> um, we'll get there. So, okay, when I was growing up, the hard pivot, I love it. <laughs> we had this dog. His name was Franklin. Okay. And he, he, was, a, he was a great dog when he was at home. Mm-hmm. He was good with us kids. He was obedient to my parents. Mm-hmm. But when he got out of the fence... He would literally, he built his own dog pack. He got all the other dogs to get out of their fences and mm-hmm. they would pack together and they would run amok in the, in the neighborhood. And yes. it became a problem because they packed a deer before they actually took down a deer and killed a deer. So that's pretty gangster. It, yeah, it's crazy. And, uh, the forest ranger, which was our form of law enforcement in the Bodunk town that I grew up in, uh, came to our house, knew it was our dog, and he said, your dog led the pack of these animals that killed and took down this deer, so you either need to do something with your dog, or I'm going to take it and put him down, because he's, he's an issue. But it's weird, because with us, he was a very obedient, well-behaved dog. But so he, that's not about obedience, though. That's about loyalty. I think obedience goes as far as its constraints. So uh, No, as far as your loyalties. He's not going to misbehave with you guys because he's loyal to you. You feed him, you give him shelter. Mm-hmm. But when he's out, the the that loyalty is not around. So then maybe the obedience comes with the reward. So his reward from us was his food, his water, his shelter. Okay, but you're talking about dogs again. I want to know about people. You said we're talking about the comparison with people and animals. Yeah. I just want to know where how you think that... Uh, people with rewards will change their behaviors. Maybe maybe very specific rewards. I think it, yeah. you at work, maybe. Let's think about you. Okay. You, we, we, we've talked about this before. Your love language is words of affirmation. If your boss starts being like, you're doing such an incredible job, I'm sure you're going to work harder. So I guess that's training you. Yeah, but I'm also a very obedient person, so I'm I'm an easy example. Okay, what, for what about me. let's do me. I'm the least obedient person. Okay. <laughs> There's nothing I can think of that my manager it like, you know what I 
Because there's not, no reward. There's no reward. The only time I follow people is if I respect their leadership. Mm-hmm. There's no reward there. I, I need a certain level of respect to, to, to follow someone. And that's why there's like 15 managers where I work and I only respect someone who's technically the same level as me. <laughs> so, yeah, I keep wanting to fall back on this whole like intelligence scale. I think you're smarter than the average person, so you're less likely to want to fall into being obedient with people. I think dummies are obedient. <laughs> I'm taking a hard stance well, on that. I was going to say, like, you're, you're, you are <laughs> nagging yourself so hard this episode. It takes one to no one. I can say it because I'm, I don't know. I don't know I'm pulling here. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> um, I think, I don't know, because have you ever been truly challenged? What do you mean? Like, has somebody ever tried to, like, hard assert themselves dominantly yes. over you? And how does that play out? Okay, let's think of the, the only time this has happened. Well, it's happened a bunch of times, but this is the only time I went and actually had to change things. Someone, a, a supervisor, when I spoke up thinking I was doing the right thing, mm-hmm. basically told me to get in my lane and, like, I hardcore chewed me out. Mm-hmm. The only reason, because I was like, I will quit my job right here and now. Mm -hmm. The only reason I wouldn't apologize and got in my lane is because an authority I respect told me to. My mom. My mom told me to go eat dirt and and, and go and whatever. Like, go apologize. So then... Your, so you see your mom as a as, uh, as an authority uh, okay, figure. Okay, goes back to what I said though. It's about uh, someone I respect. So yes, I will follow that person if I respect them. No amount of reward will will change that. So respect. I'm trying to relate this back in terms of dogs because I guess you could almost substitute the word respect with reward with animals, but with humans, the reward can come in different shapes and forms i don't think respect there's no animal equivalent to respect i don't think you have to go yell at him or something to shoo him away or something because i (laughs) I think our cat has a lot to say on the matter yeah people have complained about this before i'm gonna need you you gotta go okay you gotta just just shoo him real quick i'm gonna tell the cat to go and and with that we'll have a quick commercial break i don't know if you want to read the comments all right we're gonna read the comments real quick here is one. Uh, it says, regarding rewards behavior change, studies have shown on animals and humans that both reward and punishment carefully used have the most impact on behavior modification. Learning happens in people through necessity or, or intrinsic motivation. For example, I want to learn how to drive so I can be more independent. So the intrinsic motivation there would be the wanting to learn how to drive. Or would it be the, the I want to be more uh, Independent. independent. So learning to drive would be the, the necessity. So as, as far as, because I, 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 I want to stay on this specific example. So in the workplace. Mm-hmm. So we have two different personality types here. Mm-hmm. What do you think, the, the audience, <laughs> uh, is a way to motivate the two types of people? We know Elise can be motivated through words of affirmation, 
really through any credit, like, at least does a good job in her, her work. So any kind of credit where credit's due, I think she accepts and would help motivate her. Me, on the other hand, if I don't think you're a strong leader, no matter what you do, bribes, uh, kind words, whatever, I'm not going to change my behaviors and start... Okay, so uh, this is going to go back to you respecting your leader, but what if your leader understood your personality type well enough to know that you need to be challenged and given worthy challenges that you know you're going to struggle on, but then when, but just to, like, they push you to the brink of where it's going to be like so difficult that you want to give up, but then you actually like push through and succeed at whatever that challenge is. I think the overcoming of that challenge for you is going to be the reward and you're going to go, oh wow, they recognized that this is going to be hard for me, but I could get through it. Then you're going to build that respect for that authority leader, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. But is that a reward? I think the recognition that you would get after you succeeded is going to be the reward. See, I don't like, want the recognition, though. I just like doing no, the job. No, your self-recognition, where you go, oh, they did this to me on You purpose. would need a very intelligent leader <laughs> to, to, to figure this one out. Um, All right. True leadership is about creating a culture and an environment where people are intrinsically motivated, respect is earned. Okay, yeah. so that kind of goes back to what we were just saying. Yeah. Yeah. And, again, it requires that the leader knows exactly what they're doing and, and who they're dealing with. So we, I, so I don't think there's a, a direct one-to-one comparison with the animals at this point. I think, especially with, with what the audience is saying here, uh-huh. it's, it requires a level of intelligence in being able to suss out behavior in your, your you know, employees that animals don't have. It's, it's, it's uh, because of our... What what we're motivated by is so much more nuanced uh-huh. than because animals are driven by food procreation. What survival really survival and yeah, we're very nuanced because we have so much. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's ever going to be a one to one comparison. So what if I eliminated the aspect of um, obedience? What if we're just strictly talking about specific behaviors that we see in animals in comparison to humans uh like a reflection can we use animals as a reflection of our own behavior in understanding ourselves i think sometimes like we talked about earlier like um i think anger is Mm -hmm. a good reflection it Anger, I think, is something that's innate inside people. Like, I think most, like, you're on a, when you're born, you're on a spectrum of anger. Mm-hmm. And you could learn behaviors to cope with that. You could teach dogs good behaviors to cope with, you know, their their aggressive attitude. But innately, they're going to still be more akin to anger than, say, a dog who's dopey and fun. Right. So I think there's a, a good one-to-one comparison. Yeah. But when you get into the deeper, like, because, but remember, anger is a very animalistic tendency. Yeah. So when we're getting into more, like, nuanced uh, desires that only humans have, like, I don't know if a a dog has ever wanted a 401k and good dental insurance. (laughs) When you get into those things, like, it's just not going to be a one-to-one. But I think there are things, like when you look at like the micro level, there are definitely things that we can compare ourselves to with animals. 
can we use understanding uh, animal behaviors or even an animal communication styles? Can we use those examples in how we communicate with each other? I, I think, like I said, with the things that are uh, like innate inside of us. So anger, uh, fear. Attraction. Attraction. Those um, things all, I think, will have w things that we can learn from animals. I don't know if I should use the word attraction. It's not like a dog walks into a dog park and was like, oh, look at that collie. She is hot. I'm going to work on that. Wait, that doesn't happen. <laughs> I've seen enough cartoons. <laughs> um, all right. Are we going to go back to the comments real quick? Yeah, let's do the comments. Uh, so... Respect so, is earned. Yeah, there's a willingness, a difference between respect and willingness to follow. We obey a boss. We don't respect. We follow a leader. We respect and even admire. Some of us obey a boss. We don't respect. No, do you see the difference though? Obeying a boss versus following a leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't obey. <laughs> I, I have I have real problems. I gotta I gotta sort through my issues here. That that's a that's a statement that I can I can. Uh, uh, relate to. I, I obey a boss. I don't have a leader that I'm following actively right now. Yeah. Even animals in a trusting relationship with a human is willing to follow and not just simply obey. Yeah, no, 100% agree. Yeah, that reminds me of uh, the horse story with the glass bottle. And... Oh, no. We never speak <laughs> of that again. Um, I had another really good thought and it just flew right out of the if, old... If you remember... We'll bring it back. Okay, sounds good. All right, but are you ready to move on to the next topic? Oh, you mean your political? <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> no Clint Horse stories. Sorry, Mom. Uh, yes, I want to hear your topic. Okay. I am sure everyone already knows, because at least kept trying to dip into my topic, that <laughs> I want to talk about politics, but I know people are going to think that because we just had the debates last night that I want to talk about the current, you know political race going on. Uh -huh. Do not. Okay. I think if I've learned anything from last night, mm -hmm. those two Muppets on stage yelling at each other, <laughs> what I've learned is that the system is so broken. Yeah. There should never be just two choices. Yeah. You can't dwindle down the collective bits of humanity mm -hmm. and their desires into two people with completely polarizing views from each other. Uh-huh. So I think there needs to be a change. I, I, I don't understand how we could have two main political parties that are supposed to represent all of American society. Yeah. Our diverse country that literally thrives off of being a melting pot. It just doesn't work. And if we had a third... If we... Bare minimum third. I think, like, we're... I'm talking, like, five would be ideal. Uh-huh. Because then you have, it, then the, no one power is too strong. Right. But say we have a third. At least stop reading the comments before. I see you. I see you. <laughs> Sorry, I closed my eyes. Uh, if we had at least a third, then there will never, I mean, who knows? The, the world could lead one way completely. But ideally, if there's at least a third, at least are you still reading the comments? No, now I'm just looking at myself. Elise. Sorry, I'm listening. I, it's very distracting. Okay, I'll look it away. Uh, if there's at least a third political party, then the people who are more moderate will have a place to go. And if there's two candidates that you're like, this is the best we have, <laughs> hopefully that third one you're like, well, this was not garbage. Right. I know, I agree 100%. I think the, the, the issue that you're 
expressing to me is that it's it's extremely difficult when you have two completely dichotomous polarized opposites of the spectrum. Yes. Um, it would be really nice to get two solid, moderate, reasonable well, people. Okay, but you can't. So that part's impossible with the. So, so the issue isn't like finding good candidates anymore. It's the fact that we have only two parties that their whole ideology is built on complete opposites of each other. Right. We need something in between or at least a couple other options. It just doesn't make sense. Like, and I know technically we have other parties, but do we? They've never made it to the primaries, right? I mean, they make it in there and and they're on the ballots usually, but come on. Yeah. We haven't seen any of them elected. Except we've seen sometimes they ruin elections, but <laughs> I'm talking about like truly a, a a third party that can can f- give a place for the people in between. Uh, and I, it would it would take a long time. I know that initially it would kind of ruin the political system. Yeah, because I think a lot of people would stay with the current party they're affiliated with, right? Regardless if you know, that that new third option is more aligned with their values. It's well it's like religion. It's a blind faith regardless yeah. of like the ethical issues involved. Exactly. And it's it would I I would love a third party just because I I don't feel like I fall <laughs> I on agree. either side of the political spectrum anymore. Like I I I I think that when it comes to human rights issues, the Republicans are out of their freaking minds. They want to strip people of their rights, which makes no sense for like the the party that talks about wanting to be limited government is the same one that wants to strip women of the right to a safe and legal abortion or or more right. affordable health care. Yeah, absolutely. So that that makes no sense. Right. And then you have the other side of the political spectrum. Where I don't, I don't necessarily believe in, uh, like, socializing the economy. I, I think that, I think, I think that the capitalist system is broken too right now. Right, but we but can I, probably agree that competition is good. Yes, I think competition breeds success in people who excel. Right. So I, I, I don't necessarily fall into that category either. So it's, it's. It's hard for me to, like, I mean, look, it's not hard to vote in this one. <laughs> Even if I don't think, I, and in all honesty, don't think either right. of them are great. Right. But that I also, mean, one is definitely worse. Right. Don't get me wrong. No, exactly. But if I were to... If, 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 if it was against, like... What sucks is I know that we have to vote. Like, we have to vote. It's like the only voice we have in the political realm. Yes. It just sucks that these are the decisions we have to make. <laughs> yes, it's like, uh, there's this, <laughs> this is going to be so stupid, but it's good political commentary. Huh. Uh, there's a South Park episode uh-huh. where the two candidates are a douche, a literal douche. Okay. <laughs> and the other candidate is a turd sandwich. <laughs> okay, and that's what I feel like How is progressive. Happened. How forward thinking? They didn't. They didn't even know. And that's what I was. That, that's this. This whole thing makes me think about. <laughs> Do you really want either of them? But you're like, well, one is definitely better than the other. I have to pick between the two of them. Yeah, and and it just feels like the the system's gone so convoluted that there's not a voice for 
the people anymore. No. There is a voice for people who are radicalized on, on the left and right. Yeah, no, I was just going to mention, you've, met, you've, you've talked about this before, it's not necessarily the um, repre- representation that is the majority, it's just the loudest right now. Yes, it's a, it's a vocal minority that are controlling the parties. Yeah. And that is insanity. Yeah, and I think it's because, in general, moderate people don't necessarily seek out conflict. Like, we don't want to fight, but we also aren't really pleased with how things are set up right now either. So it's like, well, how do we yeah. tip the balance on that well, scale? I even think about my day-to-day, and, it, and, and, I, and I wonder if I'm doing things right. Because I came into work today, and the people I know who are very vocal about their parties, mm-hmm. were the first thing they're talking about at work is the debates. Yeah. I didn't talk about the debates at all today uh-huh. because I don't... I, I don't feel like I have anything to contribute that is going to either... Well, first of all, you're not going to change anyone's mind. Well, not just that, but I don't even know. Like, because the people who want to talk about it, they, they don't want to have a nuanced conversation. No. They want to make sure that you support their beliefs. Yeah. It's like they're, they're looking for validation or justification and then... I think... They may even have, like, some minor bits of doubt. Like, is it okay that I'm testing this water? But you know what? I'm going to be loud about it. If I'm loud enough, I'm going to get you to... And it just doesn't make sense. And it makes me tired. I'm tired. (laughs) It's exhausting. Well, and it's scary because this is the world that we live in. And I think what's really embarrassing is it wasn't just limited to our nation. The whole world is watching this right now. And making fun of it. And making fun of it. And also probably a little nervous because it's like, could this be the ultimate destruction of our planet? Okay, well, I'm going to need you to tone it down at least. This is is my anxiety talking. (laughs) Is this going to lead? Well, because I worry about the outcome of the election. I feel like either way, it's going to, I mean, we already have protests happening on a wide scale level. I feel like the outcome of the elections is going to add fuel to that fire. Yes. It's going to turn into like a civil war. And not the cool kind that Marvel does. No, not the cool kind that does. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. We're just going to see Trump put on that gauntlet with all of the stones. That's not civil war. Uh, my you're mistake. showing, you're my showing mistake. that you're not a real nerd. I'm a fake fan. Oh my god, the fakest of the fans. <laughs> Do you Wait. remember when Civil War used to bring about, like, greater good? What? <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking about Trump specifically. Like... What? To, uh, I'm so nervous what, what's going on here. I just feel like... No, actually, I'm going to retract my stamp altogether. Never mind. <laughs> I... I Look, off, off camera, we will talk about whatever that thought process was. <laughs> because I don't know how to backpedal from that one. It makes me real nervous. I shall at least say, some things are definitely worth fighting for. Some of the things that are being fought for right now are worth Even fighting for. Even you shouldn't say civil war. No. Yeah. But I, I do think it's important to have a voice in protest and for Absolutely. what you believe in. Absolutely. I think that's what you were trying to say, right? That is exactly okay, what I was trying to say. perfect. I think my bigger concern was the the opposite side of that, taking up arms and fighting back. Yeah. And that scares me. Yeah, no, 100%. As it should. Mm. But yeah, I think we're screwed until we readjust the, the political system, because it's just too much right now. Yeah. And I think the reason the pendulum has been... like, Because I don't think it's always been... This polarized. I don't think the 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 two parties we have have always been this completely opposite. Right. But it keeps the. I think it's it's a it's a pendulum with 
uh, some kind of increased momentum. So every time we get like a Republican uh, who's even more Republican, the next time we get a Democrat who's more Democratic, like more liberal, right? Yeah. And it just swings back and forth endlessly. And eventually, what are we going to have? Uh, I don't know. So I, I, I'm just announcing my 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 candidacy for 2024. <laughs> I'm way too young and I can't run yet, <laughs> but it's happening. Yeah. I just yeah I think I think we need a a better system in place that yeah. gives re reestablishes a voice for the people. Right. That rep real a true you know system of parties. That represents what we have in today's society. Yes. I support that. All right. To the comments? To the comments. All right. So, excellent point on only having two choices. Uh, she agrees. Five. She gets See, five. I do like five. Because I think, like, I, just what, like, two is, 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 like, not enough. Uh-huh. Three's probably not going to be enough either. There's definitely people who are like center line as well as not being right. far right or far left. Yeah. So five seems reasonable. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's let's name the new parties. So we have, uh, I say we have, uh, Democrat, Republican, still, mm-hmm. and those are the far sides, right? Mm-hmm. Then we have centralist. Centralists. Then, we have central dem. No, no, no. We have to make these more fun. Oh, okay. We got the... So if you're leaning uh, liberal, you're a donkey boy. Okay. And then if you're leaning right, you're a trunk queen. Trunk. Like, because they're the elephant the party. Elephant. Yeah, so yeah. trunk queen. So we got Republicans, trunk queens, centralists, donkey boys, liberals. You came up with that on the spot? Yes. That's impressive. No, this is what I do. This is what, these are the things I think about when we're having our podcast. An active imagination. You're talking about your topic about animals and humans, and I'm like, donkey boys. <laughs> Don, no, donkey. Oh, uh, yeah, and then trunk queens. Yeah. Yeah. All right, what else we got? All right. On politics, you speak for many of us. Thank you. Absolutely agree. That's good to know. Thank you for your uh, input there. It's good to know that there's more Whoa. of us out there. Okay, so this is this is going to to what you were saying. Uh-huh. If the POTUS doesn't leave the office when voted out, could that lead to a civil war? <sighs> my fear, my fear is yes, because he's already referenced these. Oh no, he's he's intentionally been seeding society with right. the idea that our election is not going to be fair and and true. Right. Which sets him up for a win-win regardless. So he yeah, either wins the election, and it's going to be a fair election if he wins. And then if he doesn't, he goes, oh, well, it was rigged all along. Yeah. And yeah, no, that people are going to lose out. their minds. They're going to think it was like a false, uh, false win for the other opponent. Makes me sick. I don't even want to think about that. We'll, 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 we'll start thinking about that when it comes to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess maybe an important thing to discuss is, is what do you do to prepare for the worst? Should we, should we start stocking up on canned goods and window uh, covers? I we we already know that two by fours are pretty inexpensive, so we'll do <laughs> Also, we kind of live out away from big cities, so you're right. We might be able to run and hide. And 
I know the city we live in. Mm-hmm. I know where they, where they politically lean. So yeah. we just throw up the right flag in the front yard. We'll just blend right in. We'll, yeah. get, we'll get boyfriends to hide things about ourselves. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. All right. Uh, I, 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 gotta, I think I'm making myself nauseous thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us, everyone. Yeah, we, we appreciate you guys. Yeah. Thanks for humoring us. And the feedback is always great. Makes me stressed, but I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. So we're live every Wednesday on Twitch at 8 o'clock. Um, hit, hit us up if that's not a good time for you. Uh, <laughs> uh, new videos on YouTube on Wednesdays. I've taken a break for the last couple of weeks because there's a hard drive issue. It's a whole thing. Uh, you're planning on getting back into it, though? Yes. Okay. Next week, I'll put it in another video. Awesome. Uh yeah, you can find us online. Our cat's very famous. See you next week. Bye. Bye.